You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. More important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. All right, welcome in. Friday edition. Happy Friday to all of you as well. As our producers just said that, we got Josh lined up there at Crawford Studios. And our guys down at Tide at 100.9 FM, our flagship station. Lars Anderson back in studio after his, uh, what did you do yesterday? Went down for, we said drug run, but it wasn't a drug run. <laughs> With Escobar. No, I, I did realize, I've now realized that you can commute from Birmingham to Miami in one, one day and back. Right. No issue. Did you get the stuff, man? I did. I did. I got the goods. Uh, no, I, I'm ghostwriting a book yeah. uh, with uh, one of the founders of Outback Steakhouse. Mm. And uh, he's actually the creator of the Bloomin' Onion. And what I'm trying to do with my own sort of career is just sort of get out of the sports space a little bit and just and, and really focus on people who are extraordinarily successful and uh, and just sort of uncover the secrets to their success and uh man it is it's pretty amazing uh there have been over 35 million blooming onions sold worldwide in like 35 different countries as well 
and uh, he's worth over a hundred million bucks. Wow! Um, and, and you know why rich people stay rich? Because they don't spend their money. So, like, he, he sold yeah. he sold his portion of Outback years ago. But what Outback did is they gave him this card where he can spend a hundred dollars a day at Outback. You know how many days a week he goes to Outback? Every day, seven. <laughs> Five? Really? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And uh, we, we, uh, I bet the servers go, oh, no, here comes that guy again. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's really into polo. That's a big, another big aspect of it. And That um, shows his millions right there. Well, yeah. It, it, he grew up extremely poor. Extremely cool. poor. And uh, in a lot of ways, polo like saved his life, or the the dream of playing polo. It, it and, sounds like um, he broke through the glass ceiling with a blooming onion, <laughs> more than <yeah>. anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, a guy at a very young age told him, and this, and, and he didn't have a father in his life, and, and told him that uh, there's three ways you can get into polo because it takes so much money. Is you marry a rich woman. Mm-hmm. He didn't know any rich people at the time, so he didn't think that was going to work. Uh, go to Harvard or, or the Wharton School of Economics, and Columbia. and and yeah, of course, Columbia, and uh, and make your way that way, or come up with a great idea and take it to the marketplace. He's like, I truly believe everybody has one great idea, and his great idea was the blooming onion. It wasn't the concept of the steak necessarily. It was that one item. He he, he did develop. The, the, okay, so the, of the three guys who got together, uh, one was like sort of the marketing person, mm-hmm. one was the business slash money person, and then he was his his, his real specialty is is spices and menu development R and D in the kitchen, okay. and uh, and and uh, he came up with again one of the. I mean, don't you think the the most famous thing from Outback Steakhouse is the blooming onion? There's no doubt about Absolute, it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So he, he came up yeah. with that, and um, it, it just uh, it just took chick- off. The chi- they the they struggled. What's the, they, um, smothered in cheese. Um, that's one of their most popular items. I forget the name of it. The, like the cheese fries no, smothered with, with chili or whatever. It's, it's, it's chicken breast smothered with cheese oh. and, and like. Um, it's got mushrooms, all that. Oh, yeah. so, good. so none yeah. of the three founders had ever been to Australia. Oh, really? <laughs> That's wonderful. They uh, got the idea from watching Crocodile Dundee. Dundee. I'm oh, not wow. kidding. Really? Because at yeah. the time when Crocodile Dundee came out, like all things Australian were pretty cool in the United yeah. States. And apparently, I've never been to Australia either. I really want to go, but it's apparently, about a, about a apparently, one-hour trip. Have you been? I have not, but I know people. That uh, our people say it's almost not worth it because of the flight. Yeah, uh, the flight back's worse. Apparently, yeah. the beef is not great in Australia. They're not known for their steak, but Americans don't know that it's kangaroo. Well, they probably don't know it's kangaroo exactly. <laughs> Boom, um, Jay. But man, he uh, he took me for a ride in his Aston Martin, oh, James Bond. Oh, oh. I what mean, this car. Ride. This car is like worth more money than is in my all of my one your my one ma- bank account. earnings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and w- wow, he just t- you turn it on and that thing just hums. It it, it just it's it is a thing of beauty, yeah. and uh, he's got a a, a a few horses on his property, and uh, he can open up the kitchen window, 
and <laughs> the horse will stick his head through Mr. the window. Head. Feed him apples. And, yeah, and, yeah, I did. Yeah. I fed the horse yeah. through in the window. Never done that before. Uh, and then, yeah, I uh, would say that's probably an experience <laughs> that not many people have done before, Lars. <laughs> I did that this morning. And, uh, and but then, actually, what was her name? <laughs> uh oh, here we, it took a right turn. So now, Billy's going to have a Billy. That's what you're trying to yeah. tell me. <laughs> no, I, it, 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 uh, she, the, the horse stuck her head through the window. Of course, I had to say it. Right. Why? Sure. The, why the long face? Oh well, yeah. Did you really? <laughs> I did. did. You really? You said that? I did. I did. For, Audio, you could hear it. You yeah. can just say it to yourself. I said, it. I said it. I what said it. What did he do? What it, it was like, I never heard that one before. Oh, yeah. Good <laughs> the horse said that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You ever heard the one Jay Leno walks into a bar? Okay. Ba-doom, pop. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. By the long face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ended up flying out of West Palm through Atlanta and back. Got into yeah. Birmingham uh, late last night. And, uh. I hear the kids' mac and cheese is also really good. I think the steak is good. I, I like it too. Seasoned a little bit too much for me because a steak is just. We've discussed this, Mister yeah. Nebraska. A steak is a steak. I don't eat anything on it except my fork and my knife. But uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's what a fascinating. With, not on it. That's what you do. What <laughs> you eat it? You eat yeah, that. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't. I mean, well, that would be very but, uncomfortable. I would say my mouth. But he became <laughs> so. He goes on to become the number one ranked polo player in the world. No. And he plays frequently. He did uh, for about 15 years with Prince Charles. And mm. he's got uh, uh, like all these pictures with Prince Charles. Prince Charles will give him all these gifts. And he doesn't have Prince Charles' cell number, mm -hmm. but he's got the number of the person who can get him Prince Charles. Prince Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just, uh, you know, it's a different kind of story. Something I've uh, yeah. ne never done. And, uh, you never brought up Lolita Express or nothing like that? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Whoa. <laughs> but, but it's interesting. You know, the first Outback was in, uh, they, they started in the Tampa area. Mm -hmm. And uh, they struggled because they, the, the location was bad. Yeah. And, and they just, uh, they didn't really kind of know what they were doing. But then they opened another one. They opened another one. And then, bam, like the third one hit. And it just, yeah. it just took off. And, um, again, he, he sold it for so much money. And uh, he, he regrets selling it yeah. now. And uh, I've subsequently learned, after talking to some other rich people who have sold their businesses, it's like, it's like giving away part of you. you. Yep, yep. Especially and, and, the and, and, way and, and, he and, and, he and, and, literally birthed it. Yes, you know? and, and 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 it seems to me that people like almost a hundred percent end up regretting that, mm -hmm. getting uh, uh, letting it go because you don't control it anymore. Right, yeah. But then it, when it becomes so big, it's like you lose control over yeah. it anyway. But when you're on your yacht and you're driving your yeah. Maserati and the I'm horse not, is being you know, fed through the window, Aston it probably, Martin, yeah. Aston Martin, that's right. Y'all yeah. realize you what probably a feel bad. a lot better. Bad A car that is. Oh yeah, and yeah. how it's engineered and uh, the first Bond movie—that's what he drove. Uh, just yeah, Trent's got one, doesn't he? And then an Aston Martin he has. He's a Bentley. No, I think it's an I Aston think Martin. he has an Aston Martin. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Where is he? Are you seen Mexico driving around in an Aston Martin? <laughs> no. <laughs> I kind of hope not. No. But anyway, it, it, it was a fun <laughs> anyway, day. That, that would spell. That would. Yeah. Hey, guess what I do. <laughs> It was, oh. it was a fun day, and um, good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, then I got a question so for you. You got back what time last night? Uh, like about ten thirty, eleven. So you made the flight. Really? 
Yeah. 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 That, that was the great thing. I mean, every, every flight yeah. is every flight now is, is totally booked, right? Because they've cut down on the number of flights because they didn't want to maximize uh, their space and they don't want empty seats. But uh, every single flight I had was right on time. Uh, flew American down there and, and Delta coming back. And Boy, they really wanted you down there. If they're going to mix all those flights up, yeah. you didn't even fly in and out of the same airport, right? No. Wow. All right. I don't even know how much it costs, but not not my problem. No. <laughs> and the highlight is the Philly Feeding through the, the window. Yeah. And I'm just so proud of you for saying why the long face. face. Yeah. <laughs> Given the day, would you have flown today? You know what today is, right? It's Friday the, only, the 13th? Yeah. Would you have flown today? Of course. I, I, talk, I, I don't believe in that. Can we talk superstitions on the other side of this break? Yeah, let's Jay, do have it. you got another direction you want to go? Yeah, that sounds great. We'll do that. Uh, we got, we got a, <laughs> a lot of great, guests Matt. coming Shut up. up. Yeah, we have a lot, a lot of guests coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, so we, we can talk freely right now. I wanna, but I want to get more into because you're now diving into uh, successful business people, not, and not even just bit, but stories about people that have had success. I love that, number one. And... Because you've done so much on sports for so many years, but I want to also ask you about: Is it the same approach for you as a writer? Like, how do you approach yeah. that person compared to an athlete? We'll get that. We'll get super. And I want to talk about you in this book. Yeah. Uh, it's called Quarterback Dads, uh, written by my friend Teddy Greenstein, and it's going to be uh, out here shortly. And Jay is featured in it, and uh, we're going to have Teddy on later on in the summer. But uh, I just want to go over the section that has been that was written about you. Do you even remember being interviewed for this? I honestly, do not. I, I, I probably see. I need to read it. I haven't read it yet. The part that you, you wrote on you it. come off quite well. That's oh, good. Uh, well, good. I, that's why I want to go over it with you. Well, thank God. Well, <laughs> you say that like you're surprised, right? No, I mean, I'm, no, of guys, course not. You guys have four slash seven Wait, children. Did, I think are, you, done. Are, are you sure you didn't do it for me? <laughs> the interview. Did you ghost write his interview? He, in go, he, he ghost interviewed for me. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back live from AVX Friday edition. A lot more to come. Stay with us. You're listening to the Jay Barker show live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. Just a small chance of a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 86. The low tonight, 64. Tomorrow, partially sunny. Any afternoon showers that form should be few and far between. The high, 85. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 82 degrees in Tuscaloosa. We were talking about the uh, land down under called Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> is the, uh, I guess, as close as we get to it right now, Matt and uh, our guy that was talking about it just went down under somewhere. Well, <laughs> he just left. You know, his, his, I will say this because I don't think he'd mind. His, his mother and brother are flying in, okay. and, and they may be coming by the studio, so I imagine that's why he, oh, he, he, he pulled Didn't out. Yeah. But listen, now that he can't hear us, right. when his mother and father come in, it's Alex, our brand-new, wonderful intern. Mm -hmm. It's his responsibility to wrestle Lars out of the room, <laughs> shut the door so we can quiz Gordy and Mrs. Anderson. Yes. 
uh, with Lars not in the room. Okay. All right. Ready? Ready? Break. Yes, we got it. All right. So because he's not here and I can't ask him the questions about writing and all that, superstitions. All right. So hit the music. We got to have the music for it, right? Little little, uh, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Yeah. Do that. And um, Lars, where'd you go, man? Get a cup of coffee? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's back. He went down under, like you said. Um, I love this topic. I don't know if we've worn it out. Jay, I'm sure you and I have done this before because I remember distinctly you're not really a superstitious guy. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a creature of habit, but I'm not a superstitious but guy. But I, I do remember you telling me a really cool story about your jersey number at Alabama because mm-hmm. uh, you didn't want seven. Well, I let did. me rephrase that. I did not. You wanted another number. I wanted 11. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what you wore in high as a Husky. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, it was seven, and for biblical reasons, you said this is great. And then the next thing you know, you're on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah, so um, I, I get there, and uh, 11's taken on defense, side of the ball. And the, I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, at that time, they didn't do where you could have numbers on both sides. As long as you didn't hit the field at the same time, you just had the amount of numbers you had. You had to pick them. So I get seven. I'm disappointed. That night, or that, we go into the meeting, and um, Coach Stallings says, hey, tonight we're opening up our first Wednesday night of fca and uh, i forget the speaker who came in and talked but he talked on biblical numbers three is resurrection five is grace seven is god's perfect number and um meaning perfection whatever else and i was like oh that's cool and um so from that standpoint i was like, okay maybe this is a god thing he's given me this number and i was disappointed not understanding what this number meant and uh that's just the way i looked at it so it wasn't like now i'm superstitious seven is going to be the lucky seven number whatever else it was it was more it meant more to me on a spiritual level than on a superstitious level. Now, right. I, I did everything I did from the time I got to the stadium game days, practices throughout the week. My routine throughout the week was exactly the same. I ate pretty much the same. Went to the same restaurants um, Wednesday night before FCA. Um, went to the same restaurants on Sunday. Uh, had the same pregame meals. Coach Stallings was the same way. He was very uh, much about keeping tradition. And, um, yeah, I mean, I taped at the same time, put my pads in my pants, got dressed, walked the field. The first thing, that was the first thing we did. Walked the field, go once uh, the end zone, the opposite end, come back, touch the end zone, walk through, and I did it with three or four of the players, normally the captains of the team. And, um, yeah, and then that was kind of the, I guess you would say the superstitious or just the uh, traditional stuff that we would do leading up into game day. Lars, any, any, Lars anything? Are you superstitious at all? Um, No, not at all. Zero. I mean, I, I, I sometimes if uh, a, a team of mine is on a winning streak and I'm wearing something, watching yeah. that, I'll, I'll wear the same thing. Well, because but, it helps. We know it does. Yeah. There's, there's documents that prove wearing <laughs> someone's jersey. Yes. Um, yes, uh, but that, that's 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 the extent of it. Um, and and I, I wore number seven in uh, uh, soccer growing up, and and now Lincoln wears number seven, and that's uh, Mick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's it Boomer Esiason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean oh. no, no, no. I mean, Jay Barker. Oh, well, that... <laughs> wow, what a great recovery. I thought it was Ken Anderson. Uh, what number was, was he? He wore 14. 14, yeah. yeah. Seven times two. Well, so, what, what an underrated quarterback. And, and also, we had him on. Mm-hmm. And I think Jay had taken it. I don't know if you were here or not. He's just a wonderful guy. Wonderful. Right, we've, had, we've had Boomer and Ken on. Well, y'all, y'all didn't invite on. me in the day Boomer was here. Jay got him on for something. Remember? Yeah, um... Who did get him on? I think Gary. Did Gary oh, get him Gary on? Burley did. Gary yeah. got him on. Yeah. You remember when uh, Auburn played Maryland back in the eighties, yeah. and uh, Boomer Sison yeah. yeah. was a quarterback. Didn't he throw up like four hundred and fifty yards? 
I still think Auburn won, though. Um, Pat Dye yeah, botched that man's that. name yeah. really 7,000 times. He would say his name twice in one sentence and not get it right either time. Well, how, how <laughs> that boom, boom, and finally he boom. just said, I'll call him Boomer. Boomer. What do you call him? Uh, Boomer. Boomer. But he said it like a su- with a southern draw, Boomer. Uh, I don't know. I just flashed in. All right. it's, it's just so cool seeing my little Lincoln running around yeah. with a number seven with Anderson on the back of his yeah, jersey. Gosh, it's just it's better than anything. All right, what are your uh, superstitions? I'm really not that way. I, I don't even – I will stand at the same place in a room when I'm watching TV, when I'm watching a game, a huge game. And if things go well – But not a movie. I'll stay there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Our TV yeah. shows. I'm going to watch yeah. Sleepless in Seattle at a certain position <laughs> in the room. Uh, but I when I played a lot of – and I played a lot of baseball. I was decent. Um, but I, I had I've a ritual. a lot better than decent. What? Uh, <laughs> but um, there was a certain way I did my stockings, which, by the way, stirrups, yeah. the real baseball way. But I had a certain way I, I uh, collected that, your sanitary sock, and then the bottom of the knicker and folded it up. And, uh, you know, a, a ritual, a, a superstition, if you will, mm-hmm. before I played. And I think, you obviously, you guys can see how much it worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what, what, let's, let's get Alex, uh, Alex yeah. in. You got any superstitions, uh, Alex? Alex, Alex uh, there we go. Bauman is our intern from UAB. And uh, so far, he's put up with this one day. So we're going to see if he <laughs> continues uh, with day two. Are you superstitious? I mean, I used to... So I have a certain jersey of a player that I used to wear, and the first the first time I actually wore it, uh, the kick six happened. Mm-hmm. So I swore off wearing it for like a, for a few years, <laughs> and I wore it again this year. And the thing that happened was Texas A&M beat Alabama. Don't ever uh, wear it again. So I, I swore myself never wear that again. You burn it. Give burn that it. jersey to Jay. <laughs> yeah. Burn that jersey. Now. Well, it's pretty good. Yeah, superstition is um, – there, there are a lot of guys who are big into it. And you know that, Lars, being like, yeah. being in locker rooms and watching guys. But um, have you ever <laughs> have you ever seen a guy like um, what was the guy from Major League with the chicken? He did that, and then then he became like a Buddhist on the second one, and all those <laughs> things, know. rituals. Well, you never watched Major League? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and in Major Bull Durham, League. you remember what Crash Davis oh, yeah. says to Nuke: "Don't blank, you know, with the streak." Yeah, right. Um, yeah. And, and and you know when when that stuff happened, I, I think I may have been a little bit more superstitious. It's just the streaks were few and far between. Uh, but uh, there we go. Got a little. Here's just the bat. Uh, tell me if you guys believe in these. Here's just a few, right? Uh, don't place two mirrors opposite of each other. You ever I'm heard of that not one? sure I knew of it. Hmm. Um, <laughs> a lot of people right now going. Hmm. Don't go right. Don't 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 go right home after a funeral. You ever heard that one? Like, don't take a right or just no. Don't. Home. Yeah, okay. it, it, it's a Filipino tradition oh, yeah. uh, that you that uh, bad spirits might tag along with you if you go directly to your home after a funeral. Hmm. Uh, whistling indoors invites evil. Really? Yeah, that's uh, oh, that's, a, that's, that's a, I watch Andy Griffith. That's a, I'm dying, that's a Lithuanian so. uh, oh. tradition. Uh, don't cheers with water. Well, I don't make. I never thought of it. Never will. <laughs> um, let me see here. Uh, yeah, don't play with scissors. I don't know if that's really superstition. Um, I have. I have to admit this. I have. When a black cat is about to cross the road, I have stopped and like turned around and went the other direction. <laughs> I won't. I won't intentionally walk under a ladder. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. First of all, I think it's just a little bit dangerous. Walk around it, for goodness sake. Paint can drop on your head. Yeah. I, I heard one earlier, <laughs> Lars, this one, and I'd never heard it before. Banana on a boat, catch no fish. I've never heard that. Banana? Did somebody just make it up this morning? I was listening to catch a no talk fish. show. I've never heard that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I thought maybe that guy just made it up. I've caught a bunch of fish with bananas on the boat. I didn't catch them with bananas. Okay, here's exactly. okay. So, so don't walk under a ladder. This yeah. goes all the way back to medieval times. The ladder back then symbolized the gallows mm-hmm. where people were hung. Oh. So that would be suggesting that uh, you you might be next oh. going to the well, gallows. What is if you break glass? Like a mirror, seven years of bad luck or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Spilling salt, you know, toss something over your shoulder. You don't remember that one? What do you, y'all know what knocking on wood means? Why do people say knock on it's wood? An, it's a horrible Anita Ward song. <laughs> <laughs> but you know why when somebody no, says, what is, no, what is that? I, I, ha- hope me, I hope this knock on wood, does, the, 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 the uh, story behind that is that they believe that there were spirits that were in the wood. And so as you said something that you didn't want to happen, or wanted that you would say you would knock on no. wood so they couldn't hear what was being said. We've gone way off the deep end, <laughs> way off. Into, okay, back to writing, real quick. Yeah, um, process you, is the exact same. If is, I'm yeah. interviewing a, a an athlete or a business person, uh, really just trying to get at the, the the core of who they are. Just want to go through their life. What are the uh, important pivot moments? Uh, moments of greatest tension. And, uh, and, and I, it's best to conduct the interviews where, uh, at least for me, that it, you almost start in a linear fashion. Like, you know, talk about your, uh, their parents and what they did, uh, what do you, what's your earliest memory, and then you're just kind of off and running. And, uh, of course, you want to, um, again, really focus on those, those key moments in, in life. Uh, and uh, I think we all have them, right? Uh, I mean, so, like, hey, Nick Saban says in our intro, I've only heard it 3,000 times. What do you say? There's five five yep. decisions in your life, or is it seven? I don't know. Five. Uh, it's five, yeah. Yep. Uh, where there's a, th- those fork-in-the-road moments, right? What, what are you going to do? And, uh, and, and, uh, and then just really kind of highlight those and... Um, but yeah, you know, I think if you drill deep enough, Jay, like everybody has a fascinating story Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we could pick out any of those young women in the conference room and bring them in here. And if we talk to them for an hour, Oh, is that where you went? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to get them to come in. <laughs> One in particular. No, just <laughs> um, uh, no. We're about to really go down under. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. On the other side, Jay, let's talk about quarterback dads and, right. and the the new book by Teddy Greenstein. Okay. Uh, again, we're gonna have Teddy out or Teddy on the air uh, later on in the summer. Uh, but I, I want to discuss with you sort of how you are featured in this book. Alabama softball uh, got eliminated yesterday by Missouri. Missouri wow. had had their number. And, uh, man, Montana Faust has really struggled this year. They kind of figured her out, um, you know, that whether she has that off-speed pitch or where it's going to go, whatever. But we, we, we're going to effort to get Patrick on, uh, Coach Murphy, over the next week or so before they get ready for the NCAA tournament. But um, I, know, I know for them, very disappointed. And uh, that's showing for them yesterday. But they've uh, been a great program and a lot of tradition. 
for Alabama softball. All right, uh, Alabama-Auburn as well coming up this weekend. Baseball, they'll have the three-game series, and that will start uh, today, right, tonight, and then uh, Saturday and then Sunday. And uh, so look forward. Hopefully Chris Stewart's going to join us late in the show. Uh, he had a doctor's appointment today, so I uh, said, so look, if you can make it, make it. If not, but we'll just talk about that game and that matchup, what that means uh, for uh, both programs. All right, stay with us. We're live from AVX on this Friday edition. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. It's Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's 
Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C letter O. Welcome back in as we wrap up hour number one. Hour number two is going to be jam-packed with uh, a ton of guests, so look forward to that. Uh, and uh, we're actually not wrapping up hour number we got two more seconds. My bad. I looked at the uh, wrong clock. So we've got, uh, you want to get into the uh, the book yeah. real quick. But before that, I, I want to remind everybody, we are presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf this weekend if you can. Down for the USFL games. Great to tailgate before and after. Just a lot of fun. For coworkers, family, friends, we call it the bowling of this generation, and uh, you'll have a blast. Also driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go by and see the folks there. Oxford, Aniston, uh, Tony Russell, and all the great folks at Sunny King Ford. Nothing screams fascinating radio more than reading a book on air, but uh, here we go. It's, uh, it, it's Quarterback Dads, and it's by Teddy Greenstein. Uh, and uh, what Teddy did is he interviewed Archie Manning, Kurt Warner, Todd Marinovich, Warren Moon, Trent Green, uh, Jay, and just a, a lot of other uh, quarterbacks uh, who uh, who were, were highly successful and then went and had kids who uh, played quarterback. And, and, and Jay, uh, you are the feature, along with Trent Green, in, in Chapter 12, and the chapter title is The Hands-Off Quarterback Dads. And uh, the first thing you say in here is never get in a car after a game and correct your kids. If they want to open up and ask your opinion, they will. Focus on the positive things, positive things how hard they play, teamwork, sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. Boom. That sounds like what you preach all the time on air. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and, and then Teddy writes, um, you know, after talking to you, he learned a few things. He said uh, like uh, that your own dad set the tone for you. He did. Uh, and, and you said that Jerome Barker, your dad, uh, just was amazing. He was an all-state pitcher who coached you in baseball and basketball. Um, but his love of sports was passed down through to you, essentially through osmosis, not by lectures. Uh, your dad once told the New York Times about the time that uh, you and him were on a, a fishing lake together. And, Jay, you said to him, it isn't so much the will to win, but the will to prepare. And at the time, you were 10 years old, and your dad laughed and thought to himself, okay, this kid's got it together. Do you remember that? I do. Cool. Yeah, and he shared. He, I remember him sharing that with the New York Times, and 
think that was my senior year, and uh, I think it actually made uh, the book in due time as well from Wayne Atchison. Um, yeah, he was a great example of just unconditional love that, that there wasn't um, that I had to perform to earn it. Um, that when I came off the field or before I went on the field, it was always encouragement. Uh, he was a psychology major uh, or minor, excuse me, at um, and he really understood it and understood psychology. He he would give me books, give me tapes to listen to, um, you know, just all those things to kind of build you up, getting ready for a particular game or matchup. Um, but he always taught me, he said, look, you know, you're the one that's going to go out and work for it and go get it. And, and I'll never forget. I mean, I'd be outside running sprints and doing, like, push-ups and sit-ups in my front yard. And I love all my neighbors. But they would be up there smoking cigarettes and doing all this stuff, <laughs> going down the corner of the street with their mom and dad's alcohol and inviting, <laughs> inviting me down at night going, hey, come on down. I'm like, I can't do that. I'd go down and hang out with them and, like, cut up with them and stuff. Then I'd head home very, very quickly. Um, they would laugh at me and be like, why, why are you doing this? And I'm like, because I've got a goal. My goal is I want to play for Alabama one day. I want to wear the crimson jersey. I loved playing sports. The sports kept me disciplined. Um, and I knew it was going to take a lot of hard work because it, it, even as much athletic ability, my dad was really – it was actually an all-state basketball and baseball player, um, great basketball player, um, a great pitcher, hurt his arm in the East-West Ryan game. So could have gone on to pitch in college as well. Um, he hated football, went out for like like a day or two and decided this is not for me. Uh, but I had a lot of great athletes in my family. Uh, Tommy, my, my Uncle Tommy, was, could have been a Major League Baseball player, but he loved booze and women way too much. Uh, so that, that ruined his chance. Who doesn't? <laughs> I, I, can I use that as my excuse? Yeah, too? You can. You can. And, 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 I, and I say that with my entire family knowing that. So okay. not, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything um, differently. And then Lloyd Merritt, who lives in Nashville, uh, my dad's sister married him. They moved to St. Louis. He Played for the Cardinals for, I think, five or six years. Pitched there in the uh, mid to late 50s. Then became the Macon Redbirds uh, manager. I'd go over there and manage. Uh, Vince Coleman was there at the time, which mm, became uh, one of the cool. great players for St. Louis. Then he became a scout for the Cardinals and then became a scout for the Braves and worked the whole Myrtle Beach up and down throughout the Southeast and loved it. And he's turned 89, I think it was, just the other day, and uh, is as sharp as can be. He gets up, does the crossword puzzles, New York Times every day, does all these things to keep his mind sharp. He's struggling with some back issues right now, but very blessed to have people around me at that time that really influenced me in a very, very positive way. And I never wanted, like, my, I always tell my kids, I love you no matter what. Go out there, have fun, go play, be a baller. Uh, but most of all, have fun and compete and lead and do the things that, that, that those intangible things that you can control. And when the shots, I used to tell Sarah the ask of this all the time, look, Shots there, take it. I mean, if you yeah. if, if the big shot comes, you be you, you be the person that goes. I want it in my hands, and and she definitely has been that person that wanted it in her hands at that particular time. We're gonna get her in. She's back in Birmingham, whoever in studio one. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks. Let's get a game of horse going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so after that, we'd all look at you and go, "Why the long face?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, yeah. Speaking of superstitions, uh, this is on page seventy-seven, mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, Teddy writes about uh, you finding out about your dad dying premature prematurely when you were twenty-two, uh, just coming uh, at, at at the airport, coming back from Indianapolis. And you say that your dad was an encourager, not a corrector. And you emphasize that your dad just, he, he showed up. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the most important thing is that the kids see you there cheering them on. And then um, you, you described to Teddy sort of your uh, modern version of the nightmare quarterback dad, uh, the one who rants and raves at youth football games making a scene. Mm-hmm. And it's like you just say, you know, when that happens, your kid is dying inside. The parent is yelling at a ref, and the ref is making 10 to 20 bucks a game. It's so sad when you see parents getting into fights. And I, I've already seen it. With Lincoln, mm-hmm. uh, what is going on? I mean, this is little league. It's not worth getting worked up. Uh, he went on to Jay. Or, or, sorry, uh, Teddy writes how you you coached your sons Braxton and Harrison through seventh grade. Uh, you allowed parents of other players to watch practice, but you didn't encourage it, telling them y'all can go shop. You don't have to be here. <laughs> but but Jay, but but yeah. your your hope for all the players was was that uh, they would not look to the stands yes. after a miscue. Yep. If if a kid ever did that, um, you strove to make sure that they never, like you would talk to parents, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, and that they didn't see a bowed head or any expression of disappointment. And, uh, I mean, and, and Teddy just kind of finishes it by saying, you know, you understand the, the having, having played the sport's toughest position at, in the toughest league in college football, you know the challenges of playing quarterback. Um, and then once seventh grade arrived for your kids, you were content to hand off the coaching duties, and you just basically told your kids, hey, if you have an issue, talk to your coach first. It's his team and yep. his time. Yep. And then if, if, if uh, you need more than that, then, then you can come talk to me. Yeah, if you need advice, but you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna do all the stuff with them now. It's now time to grow up and time to take on your own responsibilities and trust your coaches and and go to them and be honest about where you're at work hard do all that kind of stuff and uh look i failed many times i told you that as a parent i failed many times learn from other guys learn apparently from my you dad. never read report cards why <laughs> because it says that you're quoting oh, I, I didn't. I, i'll be honest i yeah. never even saw I, report I, I, cards no, no i didn't I, I i told the kids either you get your work i never did homework with my kids i, I told them from the very beginning you do your own homework the reason, because if they do it and then they go to school, they get an F, the teacher knows what needs to be corrected. And, and I, I've got actually teacher friends of mine who do their homework for their kids. And I'm yeah. like, you're idiots. I mean, not idiots, but you're, you're not. That's that was close. You're, you, you shouldn't do that. You need to let them, no, that's let them fail. That's really good advice. Yeah, d- don't do their, their papers. Don't do this. Met, let them go through the process because when you fall and have to get back up or fall and come through something, it's not first grade or second grade, third grade or seventh grade or eighth grade that matters. It's where at the end it matters. It's how they have processed the information, how they become better uh, people. And, that, and my my thing was always just have a great heart, be good to your to your friends. Don't be a bully. Don't mistreat. If you see bullying going at school, you take care of it. You make sure that kid feels accepted. All that type of stuff. But um, but you know, and I, you know me. I've talked. We've talked about things many times. You and I, and Matt. Nobody in this room is perfect. I didn't. I mean, he, he wrote it as if I'm the perfect. What not not perfect. He didn't write it as perfect, but wrote some perfect things there that were said. Yeah. But um, I, I've fallen and messed up like all the other dads out there. But I think that's the way to do it. Have you ever lost your cool watching your sons play? Never lost my cool watching. I've lost my cool coaching. Yes, on a bad call, and they just had to kind of take myself back in. But I always had great coaches around me that would come up and grab, like you would say, hey. You know, it's not that big of a deal. One was Antonio. You know, he would, because, you know, Antonio, then I saw Antonio get really upset one time on the call, and I walked up to him. I go, Remember what you tell me all the time? He's like, Yeah, I know that. I can hear him go, Oh, Jay, 
Yeah, he, I just I, I hate it uh, when you know Lincoln just got done with his. Uh, He's seven and mm-hmm. just got done with Little League, uh, their Little League season. And when a, a kid from the other team would strike out, there would be parents in the stands that would cheer. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and this little kid is crying as he's going back to the yeah. dugout. And, he's, yeah. and these, these parents, and I, and I, my, my heart no, just like, bro- yeah, my heart just broke. That's this my frustration and, 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 always. And, 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 I, and I heard other parents do that when Lincoln would strike out. And you know what I want to do? I want to go punch that well, MF in the face. Here's what you do. That mom You go watch, <laughs> yeah. you watch the game from oh, the left field line. Oh, oh. Look at there. Is that Lincoln? Oh, there? Yeah, that's yeah. Lincoln. Oh, so, that's awesome. Watch the game from the left field line. Cause I, I, uh, and this wasn't true all the time. I don't want to indict everybody that I watched and all the kids and all the coaches and all that. But I just I made it a habit to watch down the left field line and have to listen to the parents because mm-hmm. the parents are the ones that are cruel. You know what? That's what I do now. I, I, I watch it down the where, so where, my son. wherever yeah. the, uh, their dugout is. I'll, I'll be on fence. that same side of the dugout. You're right. I will So, so I can, I so I can talk to Lincoln mm-hmm. after an at-bat or after he comes off the field. And, Encourage. Yeah. Just like Jay yeah. said. Just yeah. body language. Just no body, body language. Just, all you, just, all you got to do is look at him and thumbs up or you got it yeah. you know, with a fist bump. Sometimes with teams that young or kids that young, you can tell if they're going to have a good day or a bad day just by their body yeah. language even before the game starts. Now, I had to take, and she won't mind me saying that. I think I've told you all this story. Sarah Ashley's playing softball. She hated pitching, and this is when she was like seven or eight years old. She, she wanted to play shortstop, play second base, whatever else. So they make her pitch, and she gets up there, and she's like in no mood to pitch. So she's doing this, whatever else. And then finally... Finally, the coach is like, throw strikes. And she takes the ball, no lie. He turns his back to go back to the dugout. She takes the ball and just throws it. Hits him right in the back of the back. <laughs> and I ran out on the field, oh, grabbed, her off the, grabbed her off the field, took her behind the dugout, and we had a big-time big, big time talk. And I, I, I told the coach, put her on the bench as long as you want to. This game, next game, throughout the season, you will never do that again. She never did it again. But she had her dad's temper, too. <laughs> So she gets. Wow. She, got she, she, she has got her natural. dad's competitiveness. Oh, I think. Yeah, that, that, that isn't in the book, is it? That, no, that, 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 that little anecdote. Not, no. <laughs> Did you say Todd Marinovich? Yeah. He's, he's interviewed. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we got to get a break. All right, yeah, here we, we go. Do. We got. We're going late on this one, but uh, we'll do a quick segment. Lightning round coming up next. Stay with us. We'll wrap up hour number one. Hour number two. We got Gene Hallman coming up. Bo Scarborough, uh, the new running back for the Stallions, former Alabama Crimson Tide running back, joins us at one. So right there at the top of the hour, we'll get with him. Gene Hallman talking about regions. Hopefully, Chris Stewart talking about Alabama-Auburn baseball matchup coming up this weekend. We'll be back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama, Alabama sports. sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. Just a small chance of a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 86. The low tonight, 64. Tomorrow, partially sunny. Any afternoon showers that form should be few and far between. The high, 85. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 82 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
All right, real quick segment here. All right, Matt, give us name a song. What's the song? It's Eric Carmen a Raspberry and Go All the Way. There you go. I love it. <laughs> I used to play this song on the radio. Well, you know what? I, I, I think half the songs ever written I used to play on the radio. Half the songs ever written. <laughs> Two Alabama players are visiting Nebraska this weekend. Who are uh, these Bama players are in the transfer portal? Uh, Stephon Wynn, defensive tackle. Kane Williams, safety. I don't know much about him, Me. but uh, other than Wynn was a four-star uh, from IMG, uh, played in seven games last year. And uh, Williams is a, a DB. He chose Bama over Florida, Miami, A&M, Tennessee, LSU. And uh, I'm telling you, Al- Nebraska will take Alabama's seconds any day of the week. Wouldn't most yeah, all programs? <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe not Ohio State or... Maybe I not Texas A and M, but I, yeah, just like I mean, we took. Just, yeah, you just read the resume. Yeah. Four star, IMG, played in seven games last year with Alabama. I'd take him. I wouldn't even have to have him on campus. What year is he? Say take. Uh, I think they're seven. both sophomores. Okay. In, please beg. That's what I do if I were uh, <laughs> Coach Frog. No doubt about it. All right, uh, coming up under the hour, Gene Holm is going to join us. Coming up though, first, Bo Scarborough, a new member of a USFL Stallions, right here in Birmingham. Look forward to hearing from him and uh, kind of what that's like now to be back in the Birmingham area in Alabama. And then again, Gene Hallman talking about Regents tradition. Hopefully Chris Stewart joins us later talking Alabama-Auburn baseball coming up this weekend. Stay with us. Hour number two coming up next. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces of all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over, and man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family, do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today if you want a great lunch or a great dinner. You'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. 
Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two, and again, presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Yes, Top Golf today. It is the bowling of this generation. You'll love it. Coworkers, family, friends, they have birthday parties, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, anniversaries. Uh, you can take uh, Lincoln out there all the time to hit balls, sit back, eat some food, have some drinks, have a good time, and we go out there as, as a group as well. So, a lot of fun at Top Golf. Get out the USFL games and want to go see Bo Scarborough, who'll be coming up here in just one second. Um, get a chance to go by there and tailgate before or after the game at Top Golf. Birmingham, driven by Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. You'll see Tony Russell, all the great folks there at Sunny King Ford. All right, welcome back to Birmingham or back to Alabama. Bo Scarborough now joining us here on the Jay Barker Show with Lars Anderson and Matt Coulter. And uh, what a pleasure to have him on. And I know so many fans excited about having him in Birmingham be a part of the Stallions and the first Bama player that is on the Stallions team uh, so far. We had a lot uh, back in the uh, what mid-'80s when they were here for the first time. But, Bo, welcome in. I'm Jay Barker, Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter. Thanks for being with us. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. Well, man, first of all, just um, talk about your journey to get to Birmingham, to be a part of the USFL, the decision, uh, how that came about, and uh, just how excited are you to be back on the field? Yes, man. Uh, you know, me and my agent, we talked about it and um, got my name in the portal. And uh, it took about uh, maybe three to four weeks or so and um, got a call and did the Birmingham staff. You wanted me to come play on their team. And, you know, we agreed up on it. And I got here um, um, Monday. And, uh, man, it's a, I'm excited, man. It's another opportunity, you know, to play football again, you know, to uh, play the game that you love and be able to, you know, go out and um, expose your talent. And, you know, show people what you can do and just have fun with it, man. And, you know, be a team player and try to win. And, you know, like, just keep winning and um, building a relationship and living up to the standard and the expectations. Bo, was it a difficult decision to come back and, and play for the Stallions? Uh, wh- where were you? Were you, were you thinking of, uh, of, uh, of of stepping away from football were you keeping working out, just hoping that that a call would come? Sort of, wh- where were you in your career when you decided uh, to join the Stallions? I was, uh, I was still training, still training because uh, I was still getting workouts from the NFL teams. Uh, you know, my my recent one was Chicago in December uh, before the season ended, and um, yeah, I was training out at Exos in Dallas with uh, Jordan and Brent and all those guys, and working with Justin Newman. Um, on the rehabilitation side and it was uh yeah i never you know stepped away from i always was training you know because of you know i was getting workout throughout the year so yeah it, 
I haven't shut it down yet. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, uh, this is Lars Anderson here, uh, like three, I, I don't know, four or five years ago, whenever you were in your last season at Alabama, you and I sat down just out of J- Josh Maxson's office, uh, and uh, I, I did a pretty long story on you for Bleacher Report, and, um, you, you know, the expectations for you were were, were very high, and you, and you played extremely well at Alabama. Um, do you still feel like your best days are ahead of you in the NFL? Like, are you going to try to use this USFL experience as a springboard to get back to the league? Uh, man, you know, I'm just focused. I'm just focused on what's going on right now. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot on my plate with coming in and being, you know, I, that ain't something that I have thought about, you know, uh, maybe after the season or so, you know, this what I can maybe think about those things, but, you know, um, I've been, I've been a great player for so long, you know, uh, and, you know, your body gets old, man, you know, as the years goes on, you know, a lot of wear and tear, so, uh, who says there are the days, you know, but, you know, I can only be focused on, you know, where my feet are, are and, you know, that's, you know, coming in and contributing to the team for the Birmingham stay and then being a, a, a team player and trying to help this team win in, in every which way I could and, you know, try to uh, buy into their system and, and live, you know, and live up to their standard because, you know, they have something great going. Uh, they're a team that's 4-0, obviously a winning team. So, you know, you just want to contribute and, and, and be able to get with the program. Bo Scarborough now with the Birmingham Stallions and former Alabama great is with us here on Jay Barker Show. Uh, first of all, can you update us on your right leg? Is that is that totally healed? And then secondly, Bo, what what was the running back room like when you were at the University of Alabama? Because I could spend the rest of the show naming the all time greats that were in there. Right. Uh. Man, we had we we had a pick a, a pretty um, big running back room, man. Um, when I got there, uh, TJ was there, Derek was there, uh, LT was there, Ronnie Clark, Jocelyn Fowley. It was nine of us in the room my first year there. So it was it was pretty, you know, awesome. All you know, all those guys, you know, did something special, and to be in the room with them, it was, you know, one hell of a ride. And how's your leg? Oh, my leg is fine, man. It's great. It's been two years now, so you know, I like I say, I consistently work out, so it's never been a problem. When it comes to, I guess, getting with the stallions, and we discuss this a lot, just from being a former player, it's not so much the plays that are tough because almost all plays are kind of the same. Everybody copies each other, but it's the terminology learning the language um how, how long have you been in the playbook are you feeling more comfortable with it as you go along and is that one of the big, the biggest issues just knowing you know how it's said and maybe it's said a different way at different places you've been before and how to decipher that uh it's very different but like you said it's all the same just different word you know uh you mm-hmm. we play been playing football for so long that it's an easy turnaround and transition uh yeah i you know, it's it's a job, you know, so you uh, studying your playbook is your job. So, you know, it's something that you consistently does on the regular. So, 
playbook been pretty yeah, pretty easy for me. So it haven't been any hiccups. Uh, you know, we, we install and, you know, go out and review and go over the plays. And, you know, there were practices for us. And, and that's what we do, you know. We, we spend a lot of time in the film room and watching film. And, you know, you just have to, you know, be a pro. You know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. study your plays. And so and I, I've been in it since I first got here. And, you know, it, it's just like everywhere else. You just, you know, have to do your job and do your part and everything else to take care of itself. Bo, uh, going back, and I, I, I know a lot of athletes don't like to necessarily look backward, but um, going back to the college football national championship game where uh, you uh, suffered that broken right fibula, and you'd already rushed for 93 yards in that game, two touchdowns. You were absolutely dominating the game. And uh, this is the ultimate what-if question. Uh, do you feel confident that the outcome of the game would have been different if you hadn't gotten hurt? Uh, who knows, man? Uh, Clemson a great team, man. Uh, you know, they, they, they play some... some 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 real good football, uh, some brutal, you know, no bleed football in that game, and you know who who I can't say what the outcome will be. I don't, you know, I I, I can't predict what it had the two two quarter from from then, but uh, yeah, man, we we just should have just kept running the ball, you know. <laughs> uh, hey, Bo, uh, could could you? Could you get away from um, uh, 41, Alabama? Say it again, sir. If, if, uh, if 41 pinched down on you, could you get away from him? I'm talking about, excuse me. Alvin Kamara? No. Oh. I'm, talking, I'm talking about oh, 31. 31. 31. Yeah, 31. Will Anderson. Yeah, Will Anderson, Will Anderson <laughs> was pinching down <laughs> off the end. Could you get away from him? Yeah, I can get away from him. You think I'm going to sit up here and tell you that uh, I'm not? <laughs> I gotta have confidence in myself. Yes. What's it like working with Larry Kirksey? Because I, Larry was at Alabama when I was there under Coach Stallings. Uh, He went on from there to the San Francisco 49ers. He went from coaching running backs who had a a great stable running backs. He coached Jerry Rice, John Taylor, then won Super Bowl. He he would have been like, he's one of the best coaches I've ever been around, just knowing the game. And even when he's mad at you, he smiles at you. And I don't know if he's still the right. same way or whatever, but I just wanted to kind of get your opinion on him because uh, I, he is one of the, the uh, people, one of the dearest people in my life ever as a coach on that offensive side of the football, and I think the world of him. Yeah, man. He's a great guy, man. What I what I like about Percy so much is when you watch film with him and he point out the little things that, you know, you can do better or what – can make a difference in running the ball and, you know, just seeing the defense different. And then when you get out on the field and you do exactly what he say, it'd be 10 times easier. you like, oh, wow, now I see what, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So his transformation is so, like, on point and, and like, he can teach you something new every day. And, we, and I like Coach, man. He's a, a great guy. Like you said, I don't. I never know when he's bad. So now you you just gave me a little song that I can <laughs> probably know when he's bad. Now, 
But uh, right. yeah, but he always telling us about the great, you know, people that he did coach with Emmitt um, Smith and all those guys, and you know, mm-hmm. he, you know, tell us, uh, you know, just he he just you know real hands on and. And he, he and he knows his stuff, and 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 it's really great to be around a guy like him. He was one of the coaches that challenged Coach Stallings to lie on the sidelines, and Coach Stallings, no lie, and I've told you all the story, fired Larry Kirksey on the right. sidelines probably five times. I know in the time that he was there, and Larry would look at him and go, "I'll find a job tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And, 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 oh, wow. and, uh, Bo, I. I <laughs> I, I'm sure you're aware of this, that uh, when the Birmingham Stallions put out on social media, look look who it is, and uh, they put out a little video of you, and it, it went viral because everybody was marveling at the size of your arms. And uh, you look like you're in great shape. You look like you're ready to go. Do, do you feel that way? Oh, yeah. I feel that way. I'm, man, listen, I'm very confident in myself, man. Um uh, because if if I don't if I don't be confident in myself, then no one will, you know. So, mm-hmm. and like, you know, the coach can only coach you for you know so much, but it's up to you to go out there and perform. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and and it's up to me to go out and perform. So I have to be confident in myself, you know. And and it may sound selfish, but it's not because if you're not confident, then I don't think you can get the job done because. You'll be second guessing yourself. So, you know, I put in a lot of work and a lot of time, you know, into my body and and, and spent a lot of time to myself, you know, to to know myself and be confident in myself and everything that I do and learn to, you know, not worry about what happened yesterday and focus on what's going on today. You know, and the quote that I like to use with that is what happened today doesn't matter tomorrow because you can't get the time back that we done lost. So, you yeah, got it all, all together. Stuff. You got it together. Yes, sir. So last question. Last question. Um, your time in Alabama under Nick Saban with Burton Burns, um, when you when you look at just look back on those moments, how impactful was were those years? What did you learn and what have you taken with you? Uh I mean I, I just learned a lot as a you know, as a as a student athlete, I just learned a lot about being a man, you know, Coach Saban, you know, teach you the gratitude of being a man and what a man is really is. And and that's what I like about Coach Byrne and Coach Saban so much because, well, really the whole staff that we had at Alabama, you know, they got us ready for the real world. And, and you know, I can't, I can't speak on other schools, on, you know, how they handle their tradition or their school. But I know one thing about, Coach Saban is that he gonna teach you more than just football. He gonna teach you, you know, he gonna teach you about life, and he gonna bring in people to talk to you about different things. You know, he have uh, what's the guy name? Uh, I got his name in my uh, Maurice Claret. He had him come in, and um, mm-hmm. he had the guys from ESPN come in and talk. He had Kobe come in. You know, he had a lot of people to come in and talk to you about. You know, real things that you don't think about, and they stood out to me. And you know, uh, he also focused on our career and what we was um, going to school for, what we was getting our degree in. And it was this mm-hmm. program called First and Ten, and he would bring in 
uh, somebody that's successful in, in your field of uh, work and, and, and you will meet with them and they will tell you about all the things that, you know, you have to do and what it come with and, and, and just tell you the inside story of things and, and make you look at things different and, and want to be different. And you want, you know, and you want to make you want to be successful in life after football. You know what I mean? That's why so many of our guys, after they done playing, they be successful elsewhere, no matter, you know, where they may be working at. And that's what I like. And Coach Saban will help you after football if you come to him and ask him for his help. But he can't help you if he don't know. So that's what I like about that school, man. You can always come back, and and, and and you always a part of something special, and the people over there is not going to treat you no different than they did 10 years ago. And and that's something special to be a part of, man. Coach Saban have built a, a, a great foundation and, and, and school and people that he keeps around are, are, are very nice and, you know, they – very welcome you into the school and he, he just have things just set up for anything that you want to do that's awesome awesome hey listen uh we're about seven minutes from the protective stadium so anytime you want to drop by studio come by we'd love to talk to you spend time with you in, in person have you on with us promote any camps things you've got going on to help you out and uh, thank you for being with us thank you Bo. yes sir thank you Thanks, for Bo. having me on all right my man Bo scarborough Part of the Birmingham Stallions now. I know a lot of folks excited about seeing him in the Stallions jersey coming up. What a great running back for the Crimson Tide. And I do believe they would have beat Clemson if he's still in the game. So do I. They kept running, made a big they kept running he, that left side. Oh, yeah. right not, behind that left side. Yeah. And he's, well, he had he was, 89 yards and two yeah. touchdowns before he got hurt. He's not, so, allowed, yeah. he's not allowed to say that. But uh, yeah, no, They would have yeah. won. There's really no good doubt. things he said about Alabama's program at the end, though. That's uh, great stuff. Really good stuff. Bo Scarborough. Great stuff, my man. All right, uh, we'll continue, and uh, more to come. Gene Hallman's going to join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll talk the uh, region's uh, uh, tradition and all the things they've got going on at the tournament uh, out of Greystone. Stay with us. This is the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama Alabama sports. sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. Just a small chance of a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 86. The low tonight, 64. Tomorrow, partially sunny. Any afternoon showers that form should be few and far between. The high, 85. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. My bad, Lars. I think you're getting all set up over there. <laughs> you're trying to tell me something. We got uh, Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson. I'm Jay Barker. Jay Barker Show across the state, down the Gulf Coast, and also Bama Insider Facebook Live and on YouTube. And joining us now out from the regions, Charity Classic, and uh, always uh, a great guest, but also a great guy and done so many great things. And congratulations, number one, on being inducted into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. 
That is the one Gene Hallman. Gene, uh, welcome in. Thanks for being with us. Oh, my pleasure, Jay. Thank you. That was uh, quite an honor, uh, one that you've experienced, and I thought I was ready for it, but I wasn't. I got up, and I was prepared to give my speech, and I looked at my kids, and then that was that. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, and talk, talk about that moment, because a lot of people, and I've asked this question, I've been through it, the, the moment they make the call, and they call you and talk about and tell you that, hey, we're, you're being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and you got the 2022 Distinguished uh, American Sportsman uh, Award uh, and, and, and inducted in front of the Hall of Fame for that because of all that you've done with sports and, and all the things that you've brought to the uh, city of Birmingham. But, but talk about that moment when you got the call. Well, Scott Myers called me the executive director, and, of course, I was stunned and uh, excited and elated, and I called my mother. That was the first person I called and got a little emotional with oh. her. But, frankly, it wasn't until... Saturday night when they did the video prior to your speech that uh, the video was was very flattering and then I went to give the speech and I thought like I said I was ready we, we, we had been told that five minutes five minutes and so we were all very conscious Justin Tuck said look anybody that goes over five minutes is going to have to answer to me so we were all very careful to make sure that we didn't go over five minutes. And so my speech was all lined out. And like I said, I looked at my family, um, and the enormity of the situation was, 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 was challenging. Got through it. But, but I found out that morning in our walkthrough that Terrell Owens uh, couldn't speak for the first minute and a half of his speech. And Bo got up and gave him a towel to kind of break the – the the, the the tension, so to speak, in the room, and everyone laughed. Mm-hmm. And then Tim Hudson followed him and couldn't speak for the first minute, and Bo got up again with the same towel. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it, it, it can be overwhelming for the best. So I felt like, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay to get a little emotion, have your voice crack, um, because that's understandable. Edgar Weldon gave us three and a half minutes. He said, three and a half minutes, all you got, boys. And uh, trying to fit in, like, all that stuff in three and a half minutes, which – I tried to. I, th- I, think I, I think I went a little bit over, and then I, th- I think a lot of guys went about 15 minutes over. But it, it's it's the, it's the <laughs> night. You know, it's what it is. Who cares? Enjoy it. Have fun. Congratulations on that. All right. Let's talk about this weekend. Uh, I, I know already a great celebrity tournament. You got the golfers out there uh, yesterday, today. Talk about what's all happening this weekend. You got a concert coming up tomorrow night, right? Yeah, Lanco, which is a, a great country band that uh... – has uh, a really popular hit that I think it's called The Greatest Love Song. Uh, it's got like over 100 million downloads. Um, th- they're playing on the 10th hole um, right after play at 4 p.m., includes tomorrow afternoon. Um, and then today is the second round uh, of the tournament. So it's a four round uh, champion store event because it is a major. Uh, there is no cut. Right now we have one heck of a leaderboard. We got Steve Stricker leading the Ryder Cup captain, and, of course, Ernie Els, and uh, uh, you, you've got uh, Jimenez, uh, Miguel Jimenez, right on his heels. So we've got some stellar names there at the top. So uh, the golf course is in great shape. The weather looks fantastic. Uh, we we anticipate really large crowds this weekend. 
Gene, it's uh, Lars here. Haven't seen you for a few weeks at uh, Crestline Bagel with my all my kids. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's it's always it's always good to bump into you there on Saturday and Sunday mornings. But I, I want to dig a little into your background. Uh, you you are from Anderson, South Carolina, and uh, you uh, went to the Carls of Charleston. Uh, you moved to Birmingham in '92. And then you found the uh, Bruno event team with Ronnie Bruno in 1995. Can you just tell our listeners, one, sort of what the Bruno event team does? And then also, what what are some of your proudest uh, achievements uh, over this long stretch? Well, um, Lars, when I graduated from graduate school in 85, I did the corporate MBA thing and joined a large corporation, was there for five years, and wasn't really happy and read an article in Sports Illustrated in June of 1990 about Mark McCormick and IMG and the business of sports marketing. And Mark McCormick and IMG, of course, pioneered that industry. And I said, that's what I want to do. Didn't know how I was going to do it. Ended up interviewing for the new senior PGA Tour event that was beginning at Greystone in 92. Got the job, moved here not knowing one single person and so many people helped me that they, they made me feel so at home that I decided to make this my home. And uh, when Ronnie got out of the grocery business in 95, we formed Bruno Event Team. And now we manage a wide variety of sporting events all over the country. And frankly, overseas, we have uh, we run the Bermuda PGA Tour event. Uh, and, and we've got nine offices here in the U.S. And it's more than golf. We're in motorsports. Uh, we do game day management for Alabama, Auburn, UAB, and Alabama State. That's all the things that happen outside the stadium. Um, SEC baseball tournament, which, of course, is coming up. The IndyCar event that we just held, the Magic City Classic. So we've been really blessed in doing a wide variety of events over the years. And I would say, large that probably the, the, the most defining and satisfying moment for me, was the 96 Olympic soccer games at Legion Field. There were a lot of cynics, not the least of which was the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, which had a headline to an article preceding the Olympic Games that said, Birmingham Olympic soccer, say it ain't so. And, you know, they made fun of the fact that we were nothing but American football purists and it would not be well supported. And then in the end, it ended up being one of the top stories of the Olympic Games, frankly, we had more people attend soccer here in Birmingham than the other three venues combined. So I think that's probably my proudest uh, uh, event in terms of how the community got out and supported it. Gene, I think we may have talked about this before, but I'm curious, what is the biggest logistical issue you face in managing game day operations at Alabama for football games? At Alabama, it's been the perfect storm. Uh, of course, Coach Saban with six national championships during that time frame has created um, a lot of people that want to go, combined with the fact that they added the north uh, and, and south end zone expansion. Um, so you increase the capacity of the stadium. You increase the demand for people that want to go, not only to the game itself, but also just want to come and hang out and have no intention of going inside the stadium. And then you had the student body population double. And all, all those kids, for the most part, have cars. 
And so they're parking now on campus, and, and the campus footprint got bigger by adding the Bryce property to it, but not substantially bigger. So it's been a, a real puzzle, so to speak, uh, working closely with UAPD and the university. We've been able to piece together, I think, a very comfortable plan for fans. I'll tell you, every athletic department in this country is concerned about declining fan attendance um, in their stadium because it's so easy to stay at home now and watch television. And, and if you don't make it convenient, if it's three hours in, three hours out, um, they're just not going to come. So they, the, the, the fan convenient things have become much more important. Hey, Gene, it's Matt. It's good to hear your voice again, and congratulations on your wonderful success, not just with the golf tournament, but uh, your other areas. It's just, it's been, it's been a fun ride, and, and that's what I wanted to ask you about. I remember talking to you when you first got here, uh, South Carolina Gamecock that once wore an Alabama jersey at a basketball game for, here recently, and I won't go into that. But, um, <laughs> Europe, I, don't, I know South Carolina is your home, but really Birmingham is now. Do you understand my question? Oh, absolutely, Matt. For a period of time, people would ask if I were on the road, you know, in other parts of the country, where are you from? I'd say South Carolina. And that flipped after about 10 years here, and now it's Alabama, and, and my family's here in terms of my mom, my sister, and now, of course, my, my family with my two children. So uh, it's it's just been such a blessed ride. I look back over the course of my career, and of course, there have been challenges along the way. Everyone has those. but But Clearly, there was a plan uh, from God that, that led me here and then helped guide me through this. It started, Matt, and you remember this well, six days in, into it after we announced the golf tournament, the Bruno corporate jet crashed, and tragically, nine yes. people were killed. And I thought the tournament would be canceled. But instead, Ronnie Bruno made the decision to call it the Bruno's Memorial Classic. And as a result, so many people got behind it um, because it was in memory of Joe and Angelo Bruno. And, um, and, and so it got off to a great start. And then after that, um, he and I formed the company and then just have been blessed with opportunity along the way um, to where I'm now at my point in the career where I want to continue to work really hard. Um, I own the business completely now. I want it to grow, but also I'm really more determined than ever to try and figure ways of giving back um, to this community that's been so good to me. Hey, quick update because I follow on Facebook. Don't don't you have a child that's like a sprinter, uh, track and field, something like that? How are your kids? They're wonderful. Ella has decided, Jay, to, to go to the University of Alabama. Um, next right. fall, my, my oldest and, and my son, he's an athlete. You're, you're right. Uh, Matt, he is in 10th grade at Vestavia high school. And, um, both of them have become Bama fans. They started out as South Carolina fans when they were young, but, uh, they're now Bama fans, but, but we do a lot of work for Auburn. Their mom went to Auburn. So, uh, and then, and then we've got lots of friends at UAB. So we try our best to spread our allegiance around. But, yeah, the family is fantastic, just uh, in a really blessed period of life uh, for me. You're a great addition to Birmingham, no doubt about it. Tell everybody how they can be out there this weekend. Are the tickets still available? 
How can they get the tickets? What's the transportation, parking, all that? Just real quick so they uh, everybody knows how to sure. get out there because it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Regionstradition.com, Jay, and uh, follow the directions on the website. So it's very convenient, paved parking, then a shuttle up to the main entrance right at the clubhouse. Um, eight Hall of Famers, golf Hall of Famers in the field this week. Great weather. Most importantly, Regions Bank is our title sponsor. They just announced a nine-year extension through 2032. Oh, wow. And uh, so this has been 30 years in the making, $20 million to charity, and we've got a very long runway in front of us to keep raising money for charity through this golf tournament. That is I need two place. for tomorrow, Gene. Yeah, it, it, yeah Matt <laughs> needs two for him and his wife. <laughs> Just let me know. Shoot me a text. Uh, thank you, Gene. <laughs> Hey, always a pleasure. I'd love to have y'all out here. Thank you. Thanks for what you do for Birmingham and all the things other than just that all over the country. I want to do the Bermuda tour. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do our show show live from there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Gene, thank you, man. Uh, Take care. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Congratulations again on uh, Alamo Sports Hall of Fame. Gene Hallman joining us. Uh, What a great uh, addition to this community for so long now. And hard to believe, 95, 90, well, 92, actually. 92, then moving up, yeah. Matt and I were talking about it, watching how that went from a, like, I played it when it was nine-hole course with just a trailer. No houses. My cousin's husband was part of Daniel Corporation, so they're building out this area called Greystone. And I'm like, what's this going to be about? Uh, we're going to hold a major tournament here. We're going to build a tournament-style course called the Founders. And then that first year, Matt and I were talking about, it was just a trailer, and they had a tent for the media. So it wasn't like it was all built out and it became the Bruno's Memorial based on what had happened with the family and stuff. But, uh, man, how great it's been for this community. I'm so I'm, – I'm thankful it's back at Greystone. That's where it belongs, no doubt. Coulter just – yeah, it was so graceful how you just manipulated that to score two, like, all-access tickets for tomorrow. We, well done. I've been in this 50 years and learned hey, Duke, we, you know? We, t- we talked about it earlier, how to kind of – transition yeah. into that <laughs> and let me tell you this that's not the first time i've done that <laughs> not your first rodeo or right. others we'll be back <laughs> stay with us you're listening to the jay barker show live from the avx studios in downtown birmingham one in seven men will face prostate cancer nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the u.s traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. 
Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. And Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC letter O. Our thanks to Bo Scarborough joining us earlier. Great interview with him and a lot of fun kind of catching up where he's at and now part of the Birmingham Stallions. And then Gene Hallman just inducted into the Alma Sports Hall of Fame and such a great uh, member of our community. Done so many great things, but not just here, but all over uh, the country, all over the world, really, what they've done with the Bruno Vent team over the years. Ronnie Bruno, too, I know deserves a ton of credit for all that they've done and accomplished. But uh, right now I want to go to Matt Coulter because – Special event last night and a special thing for your grandson that uh, you had a chance to uh, grab some pictures and uh, we want to share those pictures uh, with, with our 
audience that can see it online at Batman Insider Live on the Facebook Live or on the YouTube channel. But uh, tell us a bit about what that was about, and uh, I know how dear and near that is to your heart. Well, it was a little bit less than three years ago that my daughter got Cole up and get him ready for his daycare and all that kind of stuff, and his legs just collapsed under him. He said, well, that's odd. And he picked him back up, and it happened again. And she said, I don't Obviously, she's a wonderful mother. Mm-hmm. She calls the pediatrics, and uh, they said, no, go, go straight. They said, go straight to children's. Well, by that afternoon, he had a port. He has leukemia, and it has been an unbelievably uh, – it's been a wonderful ride because he's so strong. I yeah. mean, does, does that make sense to you? Yeah. And how much we've learned about our family. But anyway, the content, Leukemia Society does an unbelievable job. Last night they had a dinner out at, oddly enough, it's at, at Barber's where Hallman has a lot of his events. And I, I think he has the catering system out there. He's yeah. got his fingers in so many pies. But anyway, uh, they all donned their tuxes. And I don't know if the pictures of him are, are up now or not. Um, but he's in his little bad James Bond-looking tux. <laughs> and... Um, He's just a wonderful child, and they had an event last night that raised uh, almost a quarter of a million dollars. And I just I thank you all for letting me talk about this, and, and I urge those of you that have children, don't have children, uh, donate. Uh, you just go to the leukemia website, which is easy, easily accessible, and, uh, and make a donation or support a cause like they had last night um, for little guys like Cole, mm-hmm. who next month will have his last shot of chemo. And, and Josh, yeah, really? Did. Next month. Yeah, wow. next month. And, and Josh, still, uh, you sent him to Josh, right? Is, have, have, did he put the one out with him with the spaghetti? No, we haven't got any of the shots up yet. So, and I'm, I'm going uh, to I, I did, Matt, I wanted to ask you for an update on Cole. And uh, I, I have done a little bit of, of research on leukemia. And I honestly, I didn't know this, but leukemia, it, it can develop at any age, but it's most common in children between ages of three and five. And um, and uh, the most common type of it of this leukemia in children is called uh, acute lymphatic leukemia. Is that what he yep. had? Yep. Okay. So uh, and uh, that is essentially a, a cancer of the white blood cells. Correct. Yeah. And to be honest with you, his what they call that particular in his particular cases, I believe that's called a gold strand, mm. because the success rate is so high. So Which that uh, explanation makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. So, so what is the? You, you you just gave us a brief update on Cole, but can you just expand on that? How Cole's doing and how old he is now? He is six. Uh, there was one person very very aggravated last night that Cole had to miss his first All Star game, and I'm not saying this because he's my son. He's he's the bad guy. I mean, he's the one that catches it. He's the one that runs everybody down. He's the one that doesn't need the tee. He coach pitches. I mean, he's just slamming the ball. Uh, but they had the first game last night, and the coach went, well, okay, if it's for leukemia. Um, but he's he's doing great. And um, as you guys know, um, Cole has it, but it's, it affects his whole family. And the way my daughter has uh, thrived mm. in what is controversial, um, in an adverse situation, um, it's hard for me to talk about. I'll start no, she, She's yeah. amazing. She's, she's ama- amazing. I, I, I've, her, seen, I, her, I've seen it with my own eyes at well, different family functions yeah. that I've been fortunate enough to attend with. Well, you. And, and you know what affects the other children and, and my other grandchildren, uh, Ella Grace and Logan, you know, they're all in too. So, hey, thanks for letting me promote this. Yeah, we're, I've got to go down the hall and get my kerchief. <laughs> we're going to show the pictures coming up on the other side. Okay. Josh lost connection. He's trying to get back in. He wants to show the pictures and we want to see him. All right, stay with us. We're live from AVX. We'll wrap up hour number two.
You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. Just a small chance of a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 86. The low tonight, 64. Tomorrow, partially sunny. Any afternoon showers that form should be few and far between. The high, 85. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Again, as we close out hour number two, and again, thanks to both Scarborough and Gene Hallman joining us to give us an update on what's happening out at the uh, Regents Charity Classic and also uh, both Scarborough, uh, Scarborough, Scarborough, there we go, in the USFL and uh, his debut coming up this weekend. But uh, here's the pitch. Here's the storm up from, uh, we got him now, Crawford Studios, back up of uh, Matt's grandson. Hey, there he is. Look at that. Oh, oh, my looks like James Bond. <laughs> there he is. What I love it. Cute I love the stance. That is awesome. I don't know if there's another one up there or not. All the, uh, yeah, I see a few more. If you can pull, yeah, there, oh, that's great. That's with, uh, it looks like Cornelius Bennett. It does. That is, um, Who is he with? Those are the two directors of Leukemia. Okay. That's how much they raise. Oh, wow. That's oh, awesome. 227. Um, I mean, he is a handsome young he's man. He's a good little dude. Well, he's. Jay, yeah, genetics here. Uh, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, and you and Lars Anderson, y'all's kids look, or grandkids look just like. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Crazy. Um, that's a little brothers disturbing. from different mothers. Yeah. Um, there's one. That. One see, of them. That, that's awesome. Has uh, that, that's uh, that's mom and dad, right? Uh, front of the oh, car. Oh my bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, it. Uh, that's awesome. Where's the one with the spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> you have a, the spaghetti shot. There, there it is. There's oh yeah. All. Uh, thanks, awesome. guys. Man, my weekend That's is made. Great. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. So, Rhinestone what Cowboy. A fighter, man. Rhinestone Cowboy was one of my favorite songs growing up. Did you meet Glenn Campbell before he was afflicted with, uh, I, 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 met I think him it was dementia? Yeah, or... I met him before that, but I, I think I shared with you all recently. We were at Baumhauer's, and I said, you know, I met him because there's a guy at Valley Hotel that reminds me so much of him. So, we go to, to, go to the restroom, and I'm we're right beside each other and he starts talking to me and i'm like he's like hey i'm glenn Cam- i gotta know who you are and introduce myself so we get done with that we go like just a minute later to wash our hands he looks over at me and goes hey i'm glenn campbell and i'm like that's when i knew like that that was probably i'm like either he's really drunk or something but yeah. that was that was the issue that you ever heard anybody say man. anything bad about him Mm-mm. i mean I, I really had of course not i don't run in a circle but did he live in Nashville all those years? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Either. One time he's a West Coast guy because um, I think he sang harmony with the Beach Boys on a couple of their albums. That's so cool. All right, get out to Regents this weekend. You'll love it and uh, and have a chance to experience all that that goes on there and uh, all the great events that uh, will be happening throughout the weekend, USFL and all that, and uh, much more to come next week. Stay with us, whether it be live throughout our broadcast network, uh, on our terrestrial radio down the Gulf Coast as well. Bam Insider. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend.
You're listening to the J. Bar-